show. I'm T-Hat. I'm Billy. And this is our show, so we'll talk about whatever we want, because it's our show and not yours. Exactly. So, how you how you been doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. It's really good to uh, be back, and I'm excited to do another episode with you. I'm excited, too, because we have a lot to talk about. Okay, let's get to it, then. Okay, so, I posted... Um, hang on, let me see if I can pull that up. Do, do, okay. Do, do. All right, there we go. I've got, I've got to find it. There was a magazine that, um... Wait, kept... this isn't the one with the pages stuck together, is it? No. Okay. Okay. Esquire Magazine. Esquire.com. <laughs> Uh, they ranked the top 75 greatest women of all time. Now, are we talking celebrities here? Yeah. Uh, musicians, actresses, celebrities, celebrities, activists, stuff like that. Cool, cool. Okay, I'm curious. And they put in their countdown Kelly Clarkson for having the best voice in pop music history. Now, That's going to be a controversial one, but I do think she's up there. I do think she has uh, talent. So Right. Now, me being biased, since I am a Kelly Clarkson gay, um, I would say yes, thank you for recognizing her that way. But, now if I put my critical eye on, I don't know if she, I don't know if I can declare a best voice in pop music history. Oh boy, I mean, because you have a lot of good ones. You have Adele comes to mind, just her booming vocals. You have Christina Aguilera who can just build out some stuff. Right. Um, so it's very difficult because it's like, if you go by just sales, that's really the only actual way. Because think about it. It's like Pepsi versus Coke. It comes down to a matter of opinion. So the only way to truly matter is record sales. But nowadays it's more Spotify. So the new generation are probably going to sell less albums. And there's going to be more listens on Spotify. But, I mean, you could look at top 100s. You could look at ticket sales. You could look at album sales. But I think it's very, very complex. And I don't feel qualified to name a best vocalist right neither do i but i will say even even with my critical eye on (laughs) i will say kelly clarkson is in the conversation she's in the conversation for sure but there are other people sophia carson i would put in there but she does mostly solo songs doesn't do like full-on albums so i don't know like i've never uh, heard of her she does really good stuff, but it's just like it's so hard to do. But she's in the conversation. There are certain people. I, being the big like the biggest Ariana Grande fan, recognize that she has a good voice, but her style and everything may not put her. You know, I mean, sales wise and records, I think I believe she just passed like most number ones in like the top one hundred. But um, for for a female vocalist, but I still wouldn't sit wow, here and she- say that. That she, she's number one or anything. Yeah. yeah, she she broke a lot of records. She had like the number one, two, and three spot or something like that. Something crazy like that. Wow, she broke Mariah Carey's record for having the most number ones? Wow. Yeah. 
that's interesting because Mariah Carey there for a while was tied with the Beatles uh, on the most number ones on Billboard history. And then she surpassed them last year when um, All I Want for Christmas is You became her 19th number one. Yeah. Um, I think it might be the bill. It was like the top 100. She, I, no, I think the record was the first one to hold one, two, and three. I don't I don't think she actually – I'm not I'm not 100% sure if she actually passed Mariah in number one. It was holding the top three spots, something like that. Yeah. But well, no uh, – so, okay, so they rank the top 75. Should we at least do the top 10, or how do you want to do it? Well, I, I want to I specifically focus on the best uh, voice in pop music history. I think okay, for female or overall? Uh, overall. Oh, overall, because... Um... Here's my thought. Okay, yes, we just said Kelly, Clark, Kelly Clarkson is in the conversation. You also have to put Whitney Houston, Mariah mm-hmm. Carey, Celine Dion. You know, yep. you got to put them in the conversation, too. Right. Uh, see, I guess for you and me, it would be different answers, because it's probably who you connect with the most. Since since I, you know, didn't get into pop until I, I listened to a little bit in the early 2000s, late 90s, but I didn't really, really get into it until I've gotten older. And since I'm kind of new to the game, I would have different things but if we're talking vocals alone uh god I, I adele's in there too i think some of the stuff she is saying it's like whoa that's adele. yeah adele you have be to in be in a certain mood for it too because her stuff is like loud and just hits you in a different way yes um i would even put ariana grande in that conversation I'd put it in there. I would say more her of the superstar level just because of, like, her being kind of like a nerd and connecting with the fans. Um, I I think it's more of she could become, like, a – because she can act, she can sing. So I almost say she's more – I don't know. Like, for me personally, she's one of my favorite. She's probably my favorite, but I still – it would be hard for me to actually sit here and tell you who I think the best is, really. Right. Right. Who could we? Who's good that maybe isn't great? That is probably top level, but not like in one of those names. Like, do you know anybody that you would say, yeah, they're great, but they're just not um, going to be within the best? Because Ed Sheeran comes to mind. Ed Sheeran, yeah. Um, He's more of a fun kind of upbeat, I guess. All of, ooh, all ooh, of the guys in One Direction. Who? All of the guys in One Direction. Oh, One Direction. Okay, Bruno Mars. I would put in there. Yes, but he's he is just his song has a lot of thought to it, and I think he does a really good job with coming up with lyrics and just I think he's really creative. Right, but yeah, um, I, I I I would not put Bruno Mars in the conversation the best vocalist ever. Now, okay, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson could be in the conversation. Yeah, of course. Um, let's see. Bruno Mars, I feel, and this is going to be controversial. I know. Okay. I think Bruno Mars is overrated. Okay. Because he gets so much hype and so much praise. And, you know, some, some songs, you know, he can vocally... You know, kill 
And then there are other songs that are like, mm, no. I'll say this, and on my playlist, I don't really have much of him. So he's one of those people that you have to be in the mood for. Like Uptown uh-huh. Funk was played everywhere to the point you got burnt out. Yes. So yeah, he. I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually second this. I think he's a very talented performer, but he has played so much that you really don't want to listen to him. And it's not that he's bad, but when you hear the same song like a hundred times in a week, you kind of want to hear something else. That's how I feel about him. Like I Absolutely. have to be in that right mindset to want to listen to his music. Absolutely. But um, yeah, so that's kind of something I wanted to discuss. Also, I have an announcement to make. Ooh. Yeah, it's fun. Um, probably starting sometime in May, I will be doing a podcast with Y103's own Shiler um, about pop culture. Wow, that is so cool. We're, we're just going to have fun and and rip these people to shreds if need be, or whatever. That's but so cool. Shiloh's been wanting to do... Shiloh and I, we've been wanting to do something together for the longest time. And this is our opportunity, because she's moving um, somewhere in Decatur again. Um, and she'll have better, uh, better space for her studio. So, we might be in studio with this. That is so cool. I can't wait to be, let's tune in and hear what you guys talk about, because I'm big into pop culture, so it's, all, it's always fun to hear. Like, uh, Ready Player One, when I watched that, that was almost like a love letter to pop culture for, for gaming and stuff, but and movies. But, uh, yeah, I think you're going to have a good time, and I think that's another... Good podcast for you to be doing, and I can't wait to take a listen and just see what it's about. Right. And I I think it's going to be fun. Um, I know I'm going to have fun with her, regardless. Yeah, um, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, let me know when the first episode's going to air, and I'll uh, take a listen. All right. Well, we don't even have a name for a podcast yet, so we'll probably hash oh. that out right in, in the first episode, so... Nice. I actually have something I want to talk to you about for uh, pop culture. Okay. I want to talk about names of people who we thought might have been big, but they just kind of dropped off. Um, I'll start out for for an example. I mean, Victoria Justice. Uh, Victorious was the show my little sister and I watched together whenever she was probably about five. And we watched it every week, and I thought it was a very good show. I loved the music. It was funny. It was just a great, another one of those Nickelodeon shows. But I thought Victoria Justice was going to be the big star. And out of all of them, Ariana Grande came out as the big star. But Victoria Justice, she's had a couple of movies on Netflix. I still need to watch to kind of form an opinion. I think she has talent. But I think that um, she just kind of disappeared, like, often to nowhere. And it's really weird because I felt like someone at her level was going to go places, either within singing or even within acting. I thought she was at least going to be signed on to, like, a major television show. And I just feel like that her potential is still there. It's just we haven't seen her from her much lately. Right. Victoria Justice has kind of fallen off. Um 
the last I heard of her was when she was collaborating with um, Kurt Snyder. Um, okay, what were they doing? Um, she and Max Schneider, which we know him now as Max, they did a uh, mashup of Maroon, uh, Maroon 5 songs. Oh, okay, okay. Like I said, she has talent. I just kind of wish that we saw and heard more from her. Right. I I completely understand. Um, now, to add on to that list, I would say, have you ever heard of Carmen? I have not. Exactly. Um, What's they, the last name on that? No, they, they were, their name oh. is just Carmen. Okay. Um, it's a husband-wife duo that started out um, on YouTube and Vine. Um, they, they did the amazing covers of really popular songs. Um, and L.A. Reid from Epic Records stumbled upon their videos and invited them to come in and they signed a record deal right on the spot. Um, and so I was excited for them. Now, uh, you don't hear from, I mean, they, they had a couple of hits, mm-hmm. um, but nothing major. And so they, they've kind of faded to the background. They lost their record deal. They, you know, huh. everything kind of went black for them. Now, um, from what I'm understanding, she, the the woman in the group, she has, um, she, they, they've kind of, oh, how do, you, how do you explain it? They kind of reworked their act, and now she's just a solo artist. And the husband produces her. Okay. Well, so they just kind of lost all the momentum. So there was a lot of excitement for what they were going to do. And then they just kind of dropped off. That's what it sounds like. That's exactly what happened. But I, I just love pop culture and we're talking about, I mean, because pop culture is a little bit of everything, which I kind of like. Because I, I tried to put my finger on because I was like, oh, you're a nerd, but you're also into sports and movies and all that stuff and it's like i just like a little bit of everything because then you don't get burnt out whenever you do you know too much of one thing so um that's why i think pop culture is fun but it's so strange to think about these different people who have had a promising start and then it just didn't go anywhere or it went places for a short time and they were kind of like a one-hit wonder my sister trying to call i'm sorry you're okay. <laughs> um, so, I want, there's some stuff I want to talk about. Okay. Um, here lately, I have been pretty controversial on my Facebook. And so, we're gonna, I'm gonna throw these controversial statements out. Okay, real quick, before you do, I want to say this. Facebook is supposed to be kind of like your safe space, as we talked about. So if it's your wall, if they don't like it, they can do what everybody else says. Just scroll, ignore it, move on. Right, exactly. That's what I do. Okay, 
so, um, first one that I came across is Star Trek is boring. Okay, I enjoyed the movies. Um, they did the, the last trilogy they did with Chris Pine. I liked the movies, but for the show, I feel like they're out in space, and that's kind of it. There's not really – it just kind of drags on. It's not really – and I know you said Star Wars too. I like Star Wars more, but I feel like Star Trek does just kind of drag on aimlessly, and it just isn't exciting at all. Yeah, I did drag Star Wars out uh, a lot more. I said that the Star Wars series was trash. Um Include you know that that includes all the movies, all the TV shows. I just never uh, got I have into to it. Heavily disagree on Mandalorian. I feel like Mandalorian they actually finally hit their stride. I think Star Wars is better as a show where they're allowed to breathe and not rush, say a five year story into two and a half hours. I really thought Mandalorian hit their stride, and I'm not one of those people that gets mad. You're entitled to your opinion. Movie wise, um, four, five, and six. The original ones I enjoyed. I enjoyed 7, 8, and 9. Not as big on 1, 2, and 3 because special effects overshadowed and overtook the acting. I'm more of a fan of more acting, more minimal special effects. So in that regard, I agree with you in some part. But I feel like uh, The Mandalorian's a really well-made show. Right. Well, I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not... Right. No, no I, I don't diss anybody who disagrees with me on these. Right. But... So are you not a space person when it comes to, like, shows and movies? No. I'm not okay. a space person. Okay. Let me scroll to my next one, which is a little bit further down. Do, do, okay. Do, do, do. Elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> Elevator your call is important to us. Please hold for the next three hours to five days, and someone will return your call. If you don't want to wait, you can always press one, and we will call you right back. Oh, I wish they all had that. Some of them do, some of them don't. Right. I was on hold for three hours one time to be hung up on. I was so mad. Oh, I would be so mad, too. I would be... Yeah. I was madder in the time they routed donuts at the Casey's. I was so mad. Uh, come on. I know it's down here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> wow. I walked right into that. I walked okay, I'll... straight into yeah. that one. Do, 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 do. More elevator music. Travis is T Hat is now searching the archives. Please wait. <laughs> right. Please wait. Oh my god, so while you're doing that, we had a townwide power outage here and there was it was clear day yesterday. From my understanding, something fell and knocked out the whole town's power. We were out powered like an hour and a half. I just went for a walk. It was nice and warm, and everybody was sitting outside because there was no power. And I'm like, you know what? Cool. I, when I got back, power was still out, opened my blinds. It lit up the room. It didn't even need any candle or anything. And I got to clean it on my apartment. And it was actually just like a really cool thing because I, I used to remember the power outage days. Go to my grandparents and uh, 
play cards and grilled cheese and tomato suit under the lantern light, and uh, we had a good time with it. So, okay, that, that's cool. Um, what you got? All right, my next one: Dirty Dancing is a terrible movie. Okay, um, yeah, that, that's that's going to draw some controversy now because I think it has it's one of those um, followings that oh, there's a lot of diehard fans of same thing with Greece. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think in the time period it was made, it was great, but I can't I haven't watched it. I've only seen it bits and pieces, but I need to actually sit down and watch the full movie. But I want to see if it like would still hold up if you took some of the people that watched it when it first came out. So I can somewhat agree with this because I feel like it might be one of those like cult followings. Right. Exactly. It it and it kinda is. Um the story behind that there is a story behind that. Um, when I was younger, I had a babysitter. Um, I had several babysitters, actually. Um, but I had this one babysitter, and... Is this the one that spanked you for being a bad boy? No. Oh, okay. Um, this one, she loved Dirty Dancing so much that every time we were at her house, um... It was it was being played on loop, and so you every, were you saw it too much, right? And every time we went out and about, she had the soundtrack playing on loop. Oh my god! So yeah, I hate Dirty Dancing. So you got burnt out. My favorite musical is The Greatest Showman, but I don't watch it on loop. I actually watch it maybe once or twice a year, and. I listen to the soundtrack from time to time, but I don't play it all the time, so... Right. I would have got burnt out, too, so I can actually see why you dislike it. Yeah. Like, there there was... Hang on a second here. There was a lot of pushback on that. Um... A lot, yeah. You take that back... Never... Oh! Chris also never seen it. Um, lies. Oh, we fighting now. Someone here put Travis in a corner and leave him while we watch Dirty Dancing for the 20th time. No, thank you. <laughs> Come on. In the hate comments here. Yeah. Man. Okay, here's another one. And this, I don't think this is as controversial as what I've said. Um, sometimes pineapple belongs on pizza as long as the juice doesn't take, uh, as long as the juice doesn't make the crust soggy. You know what? I'm going to second that. I had a friend of mine that liked pineapple, like Hawaiian pizza or like pineapple chicken only. Um, if that's your thing, Go for it, you know? Like, hey, if you want pineapple on your pizza, that's your business, not mine. Right, exactly. So, well, yeah, I've, I've had pineapple on pizza, and it's not bad. I had a Hawaiian pizza one time, and it's not my favorite thing. But and it's not something I would say I would order all the time. But every now and then, you know what? It's not awful. Right. So I'm going to say I agree with you on this. It's not the worst thing in the world that you can put on your pizza. Exactly. Um, if it does make the crust soggy, then it's a deal breaker because, yeah, you can't have yeah. that. 
Um, other than green onions, onions as a whole are disgusting. I eat onions quite a bit, so I'm, I'm going to say disagree on this one. But the caveat being, it depends on where you buy it from. And if it's like a fresh onion, you're cutting it yourself or whatever it is. Um, it can be overpowering, though. I think it's. I think a lot of it has yeah. to do with the amount you're putting on. But hey, if you don't like onions, I feel that way about um, uh, what's it called? Grapefruit. I do not like grapefruit. Oh, I don't like grapefruit either. I don't okay. care if it's ruby red. I don't care if it's regular <laughs> grapefruit. I cannot stand it. It it tastes so sour to me. Mm-hmm. Same thing with me about blueberries. I'll eat blackberries, but blueberries just take it for ultimate sourness for fruit. Right. Now, um, and I can't do cantaloupe either. I, can't, I just um, can't do cantaloupe. Very rarely. Not by normal. My grandma one time sent me home a really fresh cantaloupe, and it was actually the best cantaloupe I've ever had, and I was able to eat it. But it's not something I would want more than like once a year. So, yeah, it's a very like one time and done kind of thing. So I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, so yeah, you've been kind of ruffling some feathers on Facebook. It sounds like that's all right. At least you're, you know, it's just like opinion stuff on personal taste and stuff. And, you know, everybody has those things that they don't like that maybe the majority would disagree with. Uh, I've got a couple more and then I'm done. Uh, bacon is good sometimes, but not all the time. Yep. You agree? I agree just because of the fact that bacon is something that if you eat all the time, one, it's not really healthy for you to eat it all the time. And two, anything in moderation. Like a BLT on occasion, sure. Um, you know, some people put it on every sandwich they make. I don't really agree with that. It's okay on pizza. It's pretty good on pizza. But, yeah, I only have bacon like once every month or so. So, yeah, I don't eat a lot of it. I do not do bacon for dessert. No, no, I saw one that was like a bacon brownie and I'm like, no, thanks. Or bacon ice cream. No, no, no. That's like that pickle ice cream I saw where they put a dill pickle in the top of the sundae. No, thanks. Yeah, no, no, no. And my last one, this will start a fight, but oh, well, Post Malone sucks. Don't really listen. Uh, I have heard a couple of his songs on the radio, but I'm indifferent. Like, I don't hate it. I don't like it, though, either. I'm kind of, like, indifferent about it. Like, if, if he wasn't around, I wouldn't be mad. But, he, hey, he has his fans. I actually won. I, my sister's a big fan of it. I didn't realize it. So she told me it was Billie Eilish. And I'm telling you what, she has some fun, upbeat stuff. Really? Because every, everything that I've heard from Billie Eilish has been depressing. Really? Yeah. But, okay. you know, but, you know, there might be some good stuff out there from her. Um, I don't like the message of her songs, but I think she's very talented and she is not afraid to be different. So I like her for that. She lost like, I forget how many followers on Instagram in a day because something she said that pissed people off. She goes, I don't care. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of proud of her for not really caring and just kind of being her. So she's an individual. She's one of those people that uh, she doesn't really care what other people thinks as much. So I kind of respect her for that. Oh, and not controversial for me, but um, I say Kelly Clarkson is better than Carrie Underwood. 
I like both of them a lot, um, to be honest. I like both of them a lot, too. But, but, Kelly, but I figured, you, you said Kelly Clarkson? Yeah, but I figured, you know, that would ruffle some feathers, but... Again, I agree, but I think they're both pretty good. But again, you know, everybody on my friends list, they know I'm Kelly Clarkson, like Stan. So... Right. They're... That's really not shocking coming from me. Right, right. That would be like an Elvis impersonator saying Elvis is the greatest musician of all time. You know, that that's fine. Like, you know, they that's their opinion and they're a big fan, so I can understand why they say that. Right. Now, there are some Elvis impersonators that don't need to be impersonating anybody. Um, no, that's for I sure. Have, I have ran into my fair share. Um, me too. M- my friend... My, well, she's not my friend anymore, but she was my friend at the time. My friend and I went somewhere in, I want to say Indiana. Uh, we competed in a country um, a country song uh, competition. And the intermission was this guy that was, you know, portraying Elvis... He was so vulgar, and um, he couldn't pronounce he couldn't pronounce his words right. Like he did how Ew. he did how great thou lart with an L. Yeah, I'm gonna say that that's like whenever my buddy and I were listening to Christmas music, and we ended up on YouTube, and we accidentally came into the Great Value version of Christmas songs. It was awful. Oh. It was. Like, Worst thing I've ever heard in my life. We we are we because we were trying to find it was after work. It was I think we were working the day before Christmas Eve, and we just wanted to hear some good old school classic Christmas music. And we determined that if it didn't have Bing Crosby, it probably wasn't a good Christmas playlist, and it didn't. And it was all generic versions, and it had the worst versions of some of the Christmas songs I have ever heard to the point oh, where. Oh no. I wanted to put earplugs in. It was that bad. Like I turned it so off so quick because he found it and was like, here we go. And we start, he's driving, I'm riding and I, I have the phone and I'm listening and we skipped the first song after about 30 seconds. The next one, they had such a bad version of blue Christmas and the song itself isn't even that great in my opinion, but this right. was like the lowest of the low Walmart. It sounded like a bird was dying bad. So oh, we turned no. it and went to a new playlist and everything. Oh, I do have something I want to talk about though. Okay. Um, so you were talking about that. It's really strange. You were talking about like friends and we've talked about a little bit, but it's really weird that you just, depending on where you go in life, you kind of gain and lose friends through no, um, fault of anybody's it's just everyone kind of moves on life and some people put the effort to stay in touch other people just kind of do their own thing and you you guys aren't in college you know like at school together anymore or living close together anymore so there have been friends that i used to be really close to that i haven't talked to in like four or five years oh my gosh and it's just like they dropped off the face of the earth and some of them there was a little kind of BS, but nothing – there was a major fight or anything. It's just they kind of became closer to different friends that we had that were mutual that I wasn't super close friends with my friends. And they kind of went off and formed their own group, and I kind of have where I'm more of a solo act. I mean I have quite – I have friends, and I go hang out with them, 
but I don't really have what I would call like a major friend group or anything anymore. And it's so much better trying not to manage like a hosting, like a group of four or five, you know what I mean? Like you might get Ooh. two or three people and it's just so much more peaceful to be hanging out with people that are more laid back and just don't require, they're not high maintenance. Right. I have a caveat to uh, this, this conversation here. So um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll discuss my caveat after you're done. Well, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I was going to say was that uh, people go different directions in life and some people don't put the effort in. Um, and it's one of those things to where certain friends I haven't seen in a while, but I know it's because they're like buying a house, that sort of thing. So if they call me and say, come hang out or text me, I'm down. It's just, I feel like life takes you places. And I'm at that weird point where, I hang out with a few friends, but I've been kind of doing my own thing. But also, I'm no longer scared to um, – how do I say? I used to say yes to everything just to be nice. Now it's one of those things where I'm more – I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it, you know, so. Right. I, I totally understand that. Okay, here's my caveat. I used to believe that I needed to have a click. Um, I needed to be involved in a friend circle. Um, so I, I've tried so many times to do that. And every time I've tried to be people pleaser and, you know, love, you know, love everybody in the group and, hang out with everybody in the group and be friends with everybody in the group. And all of a sudden, you know, there's no, there, there's nobody, you know, they, they, um, it just kind of crumbles in front of me, you know? Yeah. So that friend group is great until you realize you're not able to get close to them one-on-one -on -one if you're always hanging out in the group. And two friend groups are great until the first person pulls out the knife. And start stabbing people in the back. So yeah. friend friend groups, like let's say if I invited, um, I'm trying to think in my head here. Let's say I invited three of my three of my good closer friends over. They we all are good friends one on one, but they don't. Two of them know each other pretty well, but the other one doesn't really know the other two very well. So it's not they won't get along and have a good time. It's just going to be a little bit different because. They're all so different. Like I have one friend that's more into baseball and wrestling and Marvel. The other one's more into board games, um, card games, video games. And then the other one is into a little bit of a mix. So it's just like everybody has different interests. So it's a lot harder to find an activity that the force like. However, with my coworkers, we have formed a group that goes on. We do activities and we went bowling here about three or four weeks ago, and it was such a great time that we're going to start planning on doing stuff. Right now. We're going to plan on going to the zoo. We also plan on going to Wrigley Field to watch a Cardinals-Cubs game because some of them are Cub fans. I'm, of course, a Cardinal fan, and so is one of my other friends. So we're going to, we plan on going to Wrigley for a Cardinal-Cub game. So it's more of a work group, like, like four or five of us that are just going to start going out and doing stuff together. Well, that's cool. So I think an activity group is fine. But I think trying to have a friend group where you're always in a group, it's really hard to become close friends and get everybody else to kind of get along with each other. And it's kind of hard that, uh, to say that, you know, if you're 
Oh, what what am I what am I trying to say? You know, it, it's hard to be an individual after that friend group um, crumbles. You know what I'm saying? Because at right. that time, you're you had a role to play. You know, you know, you had a role to play. Um. And it can be so exhausting if you're trying to like coordinate and lead because you have to work with oh, everyone's schedule. Yes. And I've been in that position too. And I, I had a couple of them that were fun. I had to, every year I would do a cookout and I would have friends open. We would go play basketball and then we would eat and then we would like watch a movie and just hang out for a little bit. It was just the planning of stuff just takes so much time. And then by the time you've done all this work to plan, the event's over in three hours and you spend all this time planning and then cleaning afterwards to where it's almost not even worth it. Just like I was at the New Year's party this past year, and I questioned, wow, is this where my life's really heading? These are the people that I'm, like, hanging out with? Like, I got to share this story because I'm not going to use names. And it wasn't even my close friends that caused the problems. It was, like, family members. So what happened was we had an end of 2020 New Year's party. So I kind of expected a little bit of drink to be going on. Well, this is what happened. So my friend's mom... Um, is diabetic, you know, and she had been drinking and she has heart problems. Well, she, I went to offer her water and she collapsed right in front of me. We had to call 911 and the ambulance had to come out and take her to the hospital. And she was in the hospital for a while, but they continued the party. And I would have ended the party right there with my dad. I would have said, nope, this is a move kill. They decided that it would be best to continue the party. Okay. So we continue the party. And then one person went to pull out a corkscrew knife combo to open a cork out of a bottle and they cut their hand on the knife part. So they're bleeding. They're on their hand. They blood on somebody else. Then another person opens the bottle, gets it open, but breaks the bottle and half cuts their hand open. So at this point I leave, I'm like, I cannot take any more. And then I, there, they call and like, where are you at? I said, I've had enough. I'm just going to go home and spend from like 10 to midnight by myself because I'd rather be in my own company now with everything that happened. And then there was like a big argument and it just went to hell. So next year I've decided for new years or this year that if I'm invited to the same party and that's it, I am just going to find maybe one other friend to come over, watch movies, have a few snacks, keep it low key and just forget about going to a new year's party. Cause I post a new year's party of, 12, 15 people. We would sit around and play cards against humanity. I would make like tacos. People might have one to two drinks max. And it was very chill. No one got hurt. It was just a very fun. The worst thing that happened was someone passed gas right at midnight and made somebody puke from it because it was so bad. I went outside in negative 10 degrees. (laughs) But yeah, it's just like I looked at my at the people I was around. I'm like, man, this is my life. Like I can do, be doing better. And so I made a vow that this year, if I am invited to a New Year's party and it's the same people, I'm just going to have like one other friend over and just have a very chill hangout for New Year's. Not even, not even think about going to a major party because it just isn't fun. Well, here, can I suggest something? Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you host your own New Year's party. Um, well, I used to, but with my apartment, it's a lot smaller, so oh. I can't really get... I can't See, I used to... My, my buddy and I used to rent a house together, and we would set up 
three, we would put two tables together in the kitchen for Cards Against Humanity. And see, I'm one of those people, I want to have something for everybody. So I would put a movie on in the living room in case people didn't want to participate in whatever games we were playing. And a lot of times you might have a card game going here, a board game in the other room, food anytime you wanted it. And there would be anywhere from one year I think we had 10, and one year we had closer to 20 people stopping. So I always host and I love hosting because I kind of, I keep, I'm very chill and I would keep it very light and casual and fun. So in my apartment, I could still have a party, but um, I need, I would either need to get one of those folding tables or even without that, I could have one, two, three, four, maybe five people here comfortably. Okay. Which is actually fine. I guess I could do more of a smaller group kind of for New Year's and it would be more fun because everybody would actually get it to talk to everybody so i think that's what i might go with right i, I just mean, like a very no pressure laid back right new year's thing to where if people want to have a few drinks cool but people usually don't get hammered drunk and that was what happened is people got like stupid drunk oh wow and i don't i don't like that like if you want to drink fine and if you do get a little tipsy that's fine but we're going to be playing like card and board games that's the problem we didn't have any activities there was like karaoke and it was like nobody that was doing karaoke really belonged to be doing karaoke kind of <laughs> they were making parodies the funniest thing was they had a song called instead of shout they did a parody of it called trout oh and it was about like bad smells and stuff but i just I am more of a laid back kind of person. So when I think New Year's party, I think a few people getting together, kicking back, maybe having a few drinks, but just kind of like eating some food and having some activities where everyone's involved. And if you don't like the activity, there's going to be alternate options for you. I try to include everyone. So I have some friends who just don't like big groups. So he would watch a movie or something. So I would let him be in charge of movies. So there would be two or three of them that would sit there. And then I would walk around during while everybody else was playing the games. I would play, but I would walk, get up and walk around, talk to everybody, see if they need anything to drink, see if they want me to get them a plate of food. Sometimes they just wanted to go in the kitchen and talk one-on-one because we hadn't talked in a while. And so I could talk to everyone one-on-one while still keeping the group thing fun and going. Right. I, so I that's, totally that's I, I would say I'm an okay host. It was just, I don't like the drama and I don't like the stupid stuff. Right. I like stupid, but in a different way, more of goofy fun. That was what they were doing was completely idiotic. Yeah. Like, and, and, and if it was me, let's say for you, let's say your mom passed down and had to go to the hospital. Would you have continued the party? No, I would have okay. kicked everybody out and I yep. would have went to the hospital. I mean, maybe one of my close friends would have said, hey, let me at least go with you and stay in the car just to make sure everything's okay. One of my close friends, I might, you know, let them go, but that would be it. The party itself would be over. And they kept partying for another three or like four or five hours after that. And I, I called my phone. I got home. I called the person, somebody that was with them. And I said, hey, are they okay? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I just decided to go home because this was too much. Like, yeah, it was getting a little bit crazy. That's why they went in the other room and it just got nuts. Yeah. It sounds like it. it yeah. I just like don't it. like the kind of stuff. All right. Well, that is a great spot to put a bookmark in. Uh, I just want everybody to, um, first of all, thank you for listening because we do this you know, for fun, you know, even if people aren't listening, but you guys listening to this podcast 
really helps us out a, uh, a lot. Um, sorry, I had to take a, um, a Lyrica, and you know what Lyrica does to me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm with you on this. I, I appreciate the people tuning in and listening to us because we want this to be more of a laid-back, fun place. Sometimes we just need a friend to talk to and to talk about life and kind of get another perspective. And hopefully something we talk about either informs you, entertains you, or makes you think, oh my gosh, I had the same concern. I've been looking for a way to handle it. Maybe we've helped you out. And if that's the case, no matter what your uh, reasoning is, we love for you to tune in whenever we do an episode, and uh, we appreciate it. So thank you. Right, exactly. Um, follow our, our socials. Uh, Facebook.com slash the Billy in Show. Um, and you can find us on, um, yeah, it's Audacity, right? Yes. Anchor. Oh, Anchor. See, that's what it does to me. <laughs> Anchor and did the Spotify link ever get fixed? Uh, I gotta get with Spotify's podcasting, um, Okay. Uh, department. Um, hey, well, listen to us on Anchor, and we will try to get another episode to you soon. All right. Until then, you guys take care.